John, John is always on his way. Yeah. <laughs> I are here. He is. Hi, John. <laughs> you heard them using your name in vain, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Don't wave to me. You have to look into the camera back there. <laughs> Had to get a last minute snack. Wave the screen all you want. <laughs> Welcome. All right. When I think of freedom, I imagine a bird in flight soaring above the earth. As the bird glides, it seems to effortlessly move through the air. And then it flaps its wings, <laughs> moving upward and forward against the force of gravity. Likewise, I open my mind. This force is powerful and peaceful, and I give myself over to it. As I do, I overcome stifling feelings of stress or doubt. I trust in God, and I move forward and upward with renewed purpose and confidence. Just as a bird overcomes gravity to fly with purpose, I overcome the challenges and circumstances of my life to find my purpose and live from my divine nature. I am free and from the Bible. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? And that's Hebrews 13, six. Now it's time for Shirley the Presence. Please join us in singing while well, Joyce leads us in Shirley the Presence. all say our opening statement together. There is only one presence and one power, active as the universe and as my life, God the good. Now it's time for our welcoming song. Please feel free to stand up while Joyce leads us in our welcoming song, I Am So Happy, and don't sit down afterwards because we're going to run around and, and greet one another.
Watch the camera and wait for the people on Zoom if you like. Hello, Zoomers. We can we can Hello. Hi. Hi. Good to see you. And Susan, good to see you. And Slide Runner, I guess, is that Penny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell. Yeah, usually Penny shows herself when she's running slides. Mm -hmm. That may be a. Hi, yeah, Jahari. Jahari just showed up. Yeah, yes. Where are you today, Jahari? Los Angeles. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Los Angeles. That's where she's at. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's where she li that's where she lives. Yeah. In LA. Mm-hmm. And we also have Kenya, Priyankari, but she's got her screen off. Yep. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm my video Good on. Good morning. That's what there she is. Hi. Good morning. She's in LA too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we have a all over the country today. Yeah, and, and I'm in DC. Oh, good. me. <laughs> yeah, I'm in DC today. So we have quite a little mixture of locations. Yeah. Yeah. Susan must be on Zoom too. Mm -hmm. Could be. Susan. Oh. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not sure if she's at home. Jahari, are you in a uh, location where you want to sing? I didn't ask them because I didn't know you were coming on. I didn't let them know in advance. Uh, I, I can sing. Okay. Well, we'll see if if uh, Johnny gets this. Chat. I probably would do it on his headphones. Yes, Dr. Daria. I can hear you just fine. And when is it that Johari is going to sing? Is she singing the Lord's Prayer for us today? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and proceed. Wonderful. Welcome, Amy. So nice to see you. Now it's time for announcements. Next Sunday, we'll have our board meeting. Everyone is welcome to attend. More importantly, next Sunday is also Mother's Day. And the men of unity will be serving breakfast at 9 a.m., as is our yearly tradition. Everyone is welcome. Please, please come and join us. And now, if you'd like to make an announcement, please raise your hand so I can recognize you. Anybody on Zoom? Anybody out there? No announcements? Okay, let's go ahead and proceed our unity statement. I'm coming down. You're enjoying it. I have an announcement. Hey, Keith's got an announcement. 
So we've been down in Goose Bay now for going on six years. Woo! That's amazing. Six years. And nobody from here has come to visit us. I will. Next week. I will. All the right. week after next we're going to Redwoods. Okay, well, you, we're right on the way. We're going to these ashes in the Redwoods if anybody wants to come. Oh, All right. even it though she's like asked. Oh, yeah. So, so, yes, we're right on the way to, to the Redwoods. And all of our guests get our little recommendations back. for going to the Redwoods. Oh, so I would love to. Yes, please come. Gosh, and in our in our trip. little cottage, uh, on the wall is a little plaque that Johnny gave us as a wedding gift. And every time I see that, I say, I've got to get Johnny down here. That would be wonderful. So, so please, please avail yourself of right. our accommodations. We love. Sleeping bags all over the house. <laughs> okay, open invitations from John and Kate, folks. Come on down to Coos Bay. Where are you married? Are we ready for a unity statement? Okay, here we go. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. Now it's time for our song of joy. Please feel free to stand on up if you like while joy squeezes us in sweet mode, sweet cheering. Thank you. 
Thank you, Joyce. <coughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Good morning. I'd like to do a reading from the Healing Thoughts booklet. Divine Strength. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. That's from Matthew 6, 28. What can I say to people who are having a hard time? Do I say anything to them other than to offer an encouraging word? Perhaps the answer lies in my own faith in God. Faith that God is guiding them and that the right outworking is how coming about. Whether I'm conscious of it or not, God's will is actively at work in my life and in the lives of others. As we each recognize this truth and work with God, rather than worry about what might happen, we will soon find our lives are so much smoother. So I know for myself and others that we are eternal beings united in spirit and strength. God offers each of us comfort and strength because God is with us. Each day is brighter than the day before. Thank you, Tom. And now it's time for our meditation song. Feel free to stay seated and relax while Joyce leads us to follow Jesus.
Christ. Wonderful. Thank you, Joyce. What does that mean, follow Jesus? Well, John 13, 34 says, A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. And this will all men know that you are my disciples. Now it's time for our affirmations. Please join us. We're going to say our affirmations together. I am the love of God in expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experience. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, whole, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. I am at peace. Knowing everything I need comes to me in a perfect time and a perfect way. And now it's time for the Lord's Prayer. It's the first Sunday of the month. And so we'll be praying the traditional Lord's Prayer. And I believe that today, Johari is actually going to sing the Lord's Prayer for us. So. Hello, can you hear me? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy King. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And leave us not in temptation, but deliver us from error. For thou is the kingdom and the power and the glory or Amen. Thank you, Johari. Even though you're miles away, that came in wonderfully. Thank you very much. Now it's time for the Alleluia. Alleluia. 
Thank you, James. Well, now it's time for our speaker. As most of you know, here at Unity, we're privileged to have a different speaker each Sunday of the month. This morning, we are once again blessed to have the Reverend Dr. Daria Funches with us, sharing her message about embracing spiritual destiny in 2023. Good morning. I am really happy to be here with you today on this gorgeous spring day. Um, and I hope it's gorgeous wherever you are. <laughs> and that you're letting that beautiful light shine within, whether it's happening in the sky or not. So the theme today, I do a different chapter in this series every first Sunday, uh, Embrace Spiritual Destiny. And today's chapter, the fifth chapter in uh, this series of talks is titled A Life of Magnificent Obsession. A Life of Magnificent Obsession. Ah, and some of us, um, are old enough to know that there was a 1935 movie called Magnificent Obsession. There was a 1954 movie called Magnificent Obsession. And there was a, a book originally written by Lloyd Douglas in 1929 called Magnificent Obsession. And when I was a kid, the first thing I saw related to this was the 1954 movie. And it rapidly became one of my movie, favorite movies, favorite films of all time. How many people have seen that? I can't see everybody in the audience, but how many people have ever seen that? Yes. Well, it really is, is something based on the passage um, that says, in scripture that says, um, do not show our righteousness, you know, uh, in public. Don't be like those who are giving when we're helping the needy, when we're helping the poor. Uh, do not be like uh, those who are showing off, essentially. <laughs> Let's do this in secret. Let's do it in private. Let's not seek um, reward or recognition and let's not seek to be uh, recognized as giving, you know, not make a big trumpet blowing incident out of it, but let us give it in, give in secret and that our Father in heaven will reward us. But if we are trying to get that recognition, then the fuel, the fire is gone. That's one of the spiritual teachings that's embedded in the book and in um, the films that were made about it. But the magnificent obsession is also responding to our calling to exhibit, express, embolden our own portion of the Christ consciousness. And that both of the, these meanings have to do with us living a life of magnificent obsession and embracing our spiritual destiny. We come up with plans. We come up with all kinds of fancy structures. We come up with uh, so much that has nothing to do 
with the Christ consciousness itself when it comes to recognizing and allowing this magnificent obsession to govern our lives, to guide, to govern, to teach, to internalize. It's both compelling and it's impelling from within. What is it that spirit is telling us? Because in this magnificent obsession, we have to recognize that most high beloved Holy Spirit and ourselves are one. There is no separation in this. The Lord is my light and my salvation of whom then shall I fear? Some of us know that song. The Lord is my light and my salvation of whom then shall I fear? And so that's what the daily word is telling us today is saying, uh, who can do anything to me? But it's really about sometimes what we do to ourselves in the middle of our magnificent obsession. <laughs> Something else other than that Christ consciousness can become the obsession. Um, we're told in scripture, not to be carried away with a love of money, right? But rather to be in our faith. To be in our faith that, as Jesus said, I will not leave you alone, nor forsake you. And to be in our faith, huh? That is a big piece of work, right? <laughs> because sometimes we, we think we have faith, but we're not acting upon it. Now, faith, and this is chapter 11, Hebrews. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, as it was the substance of things which have come to pass. And it is the evidence of things not seen. And in this way, it becomes testimony concerning the elders. For it is through faith that we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God and that things which are seen be from those which are not seen. And we have so many stories of this on our own lived experience and so many stories of this in scripture. What does this have to do with freedom? Well, in John, we're told that, that the truth will set us free. Truth will set us free. And what is the truth? The truth is the word of God. And so we, if we are deciding and have decided to follow that Christ consciousness within us, if we have decided to follow Jesus, we decide to follow the teachings of Jesus, we decided to follow both the masculine and feminine embodiments of creator and hold these as our own and as our destiny. And we have responded to the consciousness that has been calling us 
as opposed to worrying about the gap between where we are now and what that calling is. A few days ago, I had been uh, contemplating something, um, a pattern in my uh, life, and I said, uh, ooh, no wonder I'm so tired. I've been living like I'm in an emergency <laughs> for two years. I mean, I was past tired. I was taking a break for recovery. And in the middle of that break for recovery, I remembered something I used to teach in the 70s in stress management classes. <laughs> I used to teach that, you know, uh, that the recovery and rest are different. Recovery, rest, vacation, they're all different. And so much of what I was experiencing as a result of being tired was self-induced. Timelines that I set, projects that I structured. <laughs> uh, some of it comes from, from others as well, but it still is all connected to me accepting the calling and the message from spirit go this way embrace this this is yours to do put your gifts and talents on this but when you do that and also there's this race like well wasn't that supposed to happen already you know, <laughs> looking around, where's that instant uh, uh, gratification of this experience that, that you're looking for? Jesus is the author of how we work with this faith. Now, and I say Jesus, meaning all the embodiments of God that are in your practice, in your understanding in your understanding, because we have this example of wearing the crown, dealing with the, the uh, cross and dealing with the resurrection. We can see that in African traditions. We can see it in Buddhist traditions. We can see it in uh, so many traditions, Native American traditions. We can see the same story and how life has the different forms as we walk through this earth walk teaching us who we are now you may we may teach faith <clears throat> we may teach freedom because freedom is what's coming with eliminating these chains of limitation. Freedom is ours to operate, to move in this place, in this country, in this nation, in this state as free people, not afraid of the consequences of that freedom and of that walk not afraid of the limitations 
in thought, mind, and behavior of other people. Huh. 1954 and 2023, we still have people governed by what? Fear, supposed to love thy neighbor, as Johnny was talking about a minute ago. We still have people who will shoot because they are afraid. And then we have people who are dying because people are shooting because they are afraid. So as I walk around as a free thinking and a free uh, acting person, who then shall I fear? Because this life is bigger than this earth walk. This life and following this consciousness is a way in which we uh, we may march, we may protest, we may advocate, we may change laws, we may speak, but all of it needs to be with freedom for the light that's within us, with freedom to have that shine through. No matter what the circumstances, are we children of the situation? Are we children of the circumstance? Or are we children of God and creator? Because if we follow these teachings, then we are of good courage. We are of the freedom that we are designed to, to carry. <laughs> in, in Hebrews 12, uh, when we follow from beginning to end these teachings, uh, this time Paul is saying, uh, to the Hebrews, he's saying, therefore, seeing who also are surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with the patience this race that is set before us. And let us look to Jesus, Yeshua ben Joseph. Uh, who was the author and perfecter of our faith and who, instead of the joy which he could have had, endured the cross and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. <laughs> and some of you might remember when I did a talk on was Jesus a sun dancer? <laughs> and uh, because what we have is our body. So if we're looking for um, a magnificent obsession where there is no um, sacrifice, where there is no suffering, then we're not talking about the Christ consciousness. We, we're on earth, we're talking about <laughs> There's a transmutation of what is looked at as suffering in as we raise and elevate our consciousness into the consciousness of spirit, where we're standing with that embodiment and bringing the rest of us ourselves along, bringing the little self, bringing the ego, bringing all those things along and attracting 
all that we have, all the gifts and talents we have, attracting ourselves into this merge, merger with Christ consciousness. It is a rebirth. And all three of these, as I talked about last month, the crown, the cross, and the resurrection are together. We might want to cherry pick them, you know, and say, well, how, what about this part? And what about that part? <laughs> I'll take this part. <laughs> but the trials and tribulations that we're going through, that some of us may have right now or have had and have lived through, they are part of the root of growing into that tree of full Christ consciousness. And the, all the levels we go through to do that. Magnificent obsession is important for the freedom. You can feel the freedom of that bird soaring from earth into the sky and back again. That is mentioned today in the daily word. You feel the power of the eagle as the eagle moves from earth to the sun and back. Feel the power of what it means to soar in that freedom. How many Americas are there? What's your America law? The freedom to circle America, the freedom to move throughout this nation and not be afraid that walking down this street is going to be a place where somebody's going to get scared and shoot me, right? Or driving through this area that somebody's going to think I don't belong here and do some harm, attempt to do some harm. This is an individual journey, but it's also a national journey. We have a spiritual destiny collectively to embrace. We have an individual piece of work to continue to uncover and embrace and embody our spiritual destiny. I used to think that uh, when I hear hear the scripture about do do our good works, you know, in uh, in helping the needy or helping the poor, giving our alms to the poor, to do it in in secret and not seek all this attention. The real message there, I'd wonder. I said, well, isn't the real message not to have uh, seek reward at all? <laughs> but I'm not focused on. Well, I don't have a reward here because I did in secret, but I'm going to get my reward and help, you know, no, it's not real idea to, to not seek a reward when I am doing those works of the spirit working through me. Doesn't mean that everything that we do that is for the good of the whole is done, has to be done in private. Did, did Jesus do everything in private? No. But the cloud of witnesses, which biblically is usually interpreted as innumerable, so infinite numbers, like you can't count the clouds, you can't count the stars, right? <laughs> um, it's also, I think, a cloud over all the testimony that we have and are experiencing as we stand on this consciousness, making it become the bedrock 
of our existence. On this rock I stand. On this rock I stand. And, and how you stand on that rock, whatever it is, where you're getting your sustenance, where you're getting your support, where you're getting your strength from spirit within and around you is the power that helps you with this freedom without fear, faith without fear, freedom without fear. You don't have to focus on who's gonna like it, who's gonna want it, who's gonna buy it, who's gonna pay for it, who's gonna do whatever it is that you're called to do. What the spirit telling you to do? Put it out there. And then if it's not being heard, whatever it is, if it's not being consumed, whatever it is, then what else, what else are they telling you to do? It is a constant listening, witnessing, and out of that witnessing comes testimony. In Daniel, they tell us about the stone is your witness to what has happened here. You're holding the stone and let this stone be your witness because the stones have been here in creation. The rocks, the mountains have been here in creation and have witnessed all things. So as a stone is our witness, we need to be standing on that bedrock. We need to have had enough experience in this race of our faith toward freedom. That all of that experience keeps going into building the tree of the Christ consciousness and then back into the bedrock on which we stand. You didn't just have that trial to say, whew, I'm glad I got through that, okay. Oh yeah, I forgot I had. No, you're not supposed to forget you. It goes into the consciousness and into <laughs> higher consciousness, but also into your unconscious. So that it, you can begin to be on automatic on the divine God program, okay? You can begin to be on automatic with Christ consciousness. And that's a powerful place to be, to be fed from, to be strengthened from. And then maybe I can just take a day of rest. I won't have to have two weeks of recovery, you know? Because the two weeks of recovery is because of the self-imposed stress created in the journey. I was like, I don't have to live on emergency. I don't have to uh, function as if I'm not being supported by spirit in this race. Because I am. Some of us have the habit of just being under pressure and thinking that we've got to be under all this pressure in order to perform. I don't know if anybody in the house, be they on Zoom or in the sanctuary, has any connection or experience with what I'm talking about, but I see this often, especially when it comes to self-imposed stress. So the magnificent obsession 
is an opportunity to be fully sustained, nurtured, refined, healed in this consciousness. Spirit told me the other day, they said, uh, Oh, don't, I'm, so, I'm saying, I'm looking for these people to do this job and that job and this task and that task. And they said, oh, oh, oh we got that. And I'm like, you got what? <laughs> we're the people, right? <laughs> so and they said, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're, you know, and in other words, I was waiting on the physical people with two legs to show up, right? But they're telling me right here, right now, don't wait on the two-legged people to show up. <laughs> You do it. We, we've got that. You know, we got it. You do it. So all I have to do is choose to do it. And they're telling me what to do. OK. And uh, but but I'm thinking, oh, that's not my area. Let me find a, you know right person. That's not my area. <laughs> no, it's our area. We got you. And so that faith. Is part of running this race. And so the race doesn't have to be run on emergency. The faith race that takes you into this freedom gives you freedom from the chains of error, gives you freedom from the chains of, chains of small ego, gives you freedom from the chains of oppression, gives you freedom from the internalizing, the limitations that are being thrown at you in society. Freedom from all of this helps us raise ourselves above gravity. And it's not a question of <laughs> false ego. It's a question of knowing who we are. All of us, we're teachers. We're teaching others in our behavior, in our direction. All of us are teachers. Some of us are also healers. Some of us are also leaders and warriors. Some of us are also visionaries. But in various ways, we're all teaching one another. We're teaching people how to deal with us. We're teaching people what we experience as the truth. And sometimes when we're teaching, we're not practicing what we're teaching. Sometimes we are still in the stage, which is a good place to be, of needing to be open to teaching ourselves what it is that we're teaching others. We need to shine the light, ask God to show us those places where we need to practice what we teach, where we need to uh, behave in accordance with our teachings and going with this Christ consciousness all the way. And with that has to be some belief that whatever sacrifices we make are so worth it. If that means we got to stop being drunk on Friday and Saturday, then <laughs> so be it. <laughs> that means being a servant to something in the material plane and be a servant 
in this Christ consciousness, then so be it. Whatever it is, it means we need to go to the places that we have been afraid to go and be uncomfortable, then so be that. Just everyone stretch here and now this week and do something in accordance with the magnificent obsession that is your calling. And then we have some cloud cover, a cloud of witnesses, whether it's a, a innumerable number of witnesses with testimony. Our testimony, our witnessing is important. Both what it is that we are witnessing and, and have testimony about. Two, it is also important what, how we do it, how we share the messages that we are given to share with others. And third, what is the impact? What are the consequences of that testimony that we carry that doesn't just help us be free, but also leads to freedom for all? It's a magnificent obsession and we can be inspired by it in addition to whatever's happening in the world, I knew how, how significant and important freedom was because of all my trips back and forth to Mississippi. The year I saw the movie, Magnificent Obsession, is also the same year uh, they killed Emmett Till in Mississippi for quote unquote, offending a white woman by saying hello. All of these things that are happening around us are here for us to be in this consciousness, to be a part of creating the kingdom of heaven on earth. And it is a joyful place for us to be and to remember whatever trials and tribulations we have, we are transmuting them into more faith, more confidence, more clarity more vision. The prophetic voice that we, are, we carry comes through our song, our writing, our speaking, our friendships, our community, our church. And that is the life force with which we live. And so it is. May the words from my mouth. Oh. Mm and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. Let's do the meditation, please. Let us move into a space where we are grounded and rooted in the bedrock of our faith and Christ consciousness. Take a very deep breath from the center of the earth up into the heavens and down back through ourselves as a pillar of light. As we take each breath, breath comes up through the center of the earth, up through us, up through the crown, up into the heavens and back down again. The amount of light within us is increasing and increasing and increasing with each breath, each deep breath. Again, inhale, exhale. 
Inhale, exhale. And as all of our trials and tribulations pass before us, we can let them go down into the earth in which we stand on this firm ground and bedrock of our existence. We stand on the rock, it gives us strength. All of our lived experience, all of the illumination that we've had that gives us testimony. This life and the eternal life that we embrace. It's grounded in our soul and the gifts we carry here in this earth walk. Allow ourselves to see with our mind's eye our magnificent obsession. with the Christ consciousness and how it moves through us and out. We have our unique portion, each one of us. We do not exhaust ourselves with needing to do everything. We follow and are compelled to stand in that consciousness and attract whatever is needed through the power of most high and beloved Holy Spirit to ourselves, to become ourselves, to be ourselves, to know ourselves. Individually and collectively. May we all be full of faith. May we all be filled of divine power. grace and freedom. And so it is, Ashe, Amen, Alleluia, all my relations. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I'm done here. Thank you, Dr. Gray. Mm -hmm. Okay, now it's time for our offering, where we are together in spirit, physically and virtually. We want to thank everyone who has donated to Unity by Mail. We appreciate any checks sent to the church in 800 South Pearl Street, Centralia 98531. You can also donate online by clicking on the donation page 
on our website, unityofcentralia.net. Thank you, Tom. As we hold our offering on our hands and hearts, let's say our offering prayer together. Divine love, through me, blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Let's all say our blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us, multiplying abundantly in souls. Now it's time for a healing prayer. Members of our community have requested we send out healing prayers and energy to the people of our communities who must deal with basic human needs while living without a home. As always, I would like to send out our collective healing energy to everyone being affected by the war out there, especially all the animals. It brings up trench kitties. So the Ukrainian soldiers over there, they've been living in trenches for many, many months. They have to take a small space in the trench and enlarge it, roof it over, and they live in there. They cook in there, they eat in there, they sleep in there. And the mice and the rats try to come and get into their food. So thank you, Mother. Thank you, Father God, for trench kitties who are living in the trenches with Ukrainian soldiers and defending their food from the mice and the rats. So please bless them. And if you'd like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, please raise your hand. Tell us who it is. Shout it out. Hold them quietly in your hearts. Oh, 
Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. Now it's time for a prayer of protection. Let's all say our prayer of protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Now I'd like to take a moment to thank all of you for your Sunday service possible. We deeply appreciate all the ways you give of your time, talent, and treasure. We are very interested in your serving. Please talk to Susan about volunteering to be a reader. Also, please join us next Sunday when licensed unity teacher Audrey Pitchard will be our speaker. And finally, please stay with us after service if you wish to share in fellowship time. Now it's time for the peace song. Let's form a circle and join hands and sing our song of peace.